Welcome to the Wafflers. But any waiting. Notorious <laughs> pigeon fucker from Birmingham. <laughs> You've actually shagged the dog. Yeah, but no one knows. My mum is so apologetic. I, I, I let to it you. out, but what? Just blowing it up, shagging me? lads. Let's be honest. Now then, Craig, you little nonce. I went over a woman in the park, then she turned around, and it was me man. Look, that tablet's working because this is feels thicker, yeah. And then I also took the allergic reaction. <laughs> That's a horrible feeling, though. You know, coming to say, you're not Wait, was there, was there, what? Sorry, but sour? Yeah, I told you. That's fine, I like sour. Anyway, the allergic reaction was not to do with the spray. The, uh, could have been all sorts. Could have been the spray or could be the build of the tablets. In the well, why don't you just keep going with the tablets for a bit and then see which is which? Take the tablets and then it's spray. Too late, I've stopped them, on so. Stop again. But now I'm going to see the doctor anyway, because the doctors can possibly do something. Why? What? Private prescription. For... A monitor. A monitor what? The growth? They have... You some... basically, you're basically just going to go to the NHS, aren't you? Like, in the same way that, like, really fat people get, like, really, really nah, fat. You can't and then you go to the NHS, and they're like, right, I need a gastric band because it's affecting yeah. your life. You're going to go to them and be like, listen, I'm going bald. It's making me happy, sad times. Yeah. Man is happy. Um... What can you do for me? And then they're going to be like, there's a, a biro. No. just draw little black strands in the ball. To be I can book a free consultation next week when I'm off for two days in Liverpool. Look, about the hair. As Drake said, it's God's plan. And Drake can fuck off whoever he is. God blessed people, perfect heads, and everyone else, he gave hair. You go bald then. You're the you? Did you hear what I said? You two are the most vainest with your hair when you fucking wore all that crap. Mate, I woke up like this. Bullshit. Yeah, what do you think's on my head? Hair. No, on my hair. Gel. Water. That this is water. Now. If I shake my head, it'll... <laughs> yeah, I miss them days. Bit of a headache after that. Fucking hell. Michael McIntyre did it. <laughs> so, um, we're moving up in the world. We're in Mikey's flat, literally. Moving up. Upstairs, um, we're, we're, you're having a bad day, aren't you? No. Oh. Well, <laughs> well, bad day you're gonna spend with you two, yeah. Yeah, exactly. How could we make it worse? Including someone else. <laughs> so what the plan? What the the idea is? We're planning each person's day, but to make it as worse as possible. What priorities? Yeah, because. I'm only the boy victim, so I well, get that off. Yeah, well, what it was, um, I think originally I was doing Mikey, Mikey was doing you, and you were meant to be doing me. Not like that. But um, I've never seen your feet before, Mike, and it's really off putting. <laughs> <laughs> They're really small. I, I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> what size shoe are you? I don't fucking know. You've thrown me. Where's the shoes? I'm size seven. I'm a size 11, so it doesn't help. Fucking Bigfoot there. Get your shoot. Get nice your one, Proudy. Turn the tables. Oh. Yeah, you fucking freak. Oh, God, my socks. <laughs> <laughs> what size are them? 
No, I'm looking. Oh, what is going on? Get your hobbit feet back in your shoe, bro. They're the thickest socks I've ever seen in my life. Are they back to front? Is that That's the only reason he's a size seven. It's half of it's sock. <laughs> like his penis is mainly skin. <laughs> they have better moisture absorption. That's why he gets. <laughs> he fl- when he finishes, he just flings him at the ceiling until the next morning. That's his alarm clock. It bright. It drops back down and knocks him out. <laughs> So, um, you, what the plan is, I'm doing Mikey's birthday possible, he's doing mine, and you're doing... Craig's. Craig's. Do you want to go first? Yeah, go on then. So, right, for Craig... Is that the same paint the picture? I'm painting the picture. Basically, he's overslept, he's missed his alarm for work, because he's been up all night, because Toby's been, been a little shit, he's been crying all night, keeping him awake, and he's missed his alarm. So he gets up, he's... Literally, frankly, rummaging through his wardrobe, finding his work uniform, and he's kicking off from Frank. And Frank turns around and literally slaps him, saying, I'm not your fucking slave, you f- I'm not fucking Gail. Go downstairs, <laughs> I haven't washed him. So basically, he goes down. <laughs> I haven't washed him. Yes. I have a comment already. What? About how unrealistic this already is. This is my fucking worst day for them. Yeah, the but you said your worst day is starting by Craig's alarm not going off and him having to do less work because he can't because he's not ready for working time yeah but Craig's worst day would be him getting to work dead on time having to do something yeah let me finish and Mackie's fucking shit shut. face so he's Wait. late for walking his dog I haven't actually factored that in but no <laughs> he hasn't walked Bobby so basically he goes down he's, he walks downstairs and he's getting an awful mighty smell of shit yeah Bobby has literally had the worst dog diary you can imagine. He's shit on all the Sounds day. Like to watch him. I know. He's shit on all his uniform. <laughs> Apart from one work pants and one two. Convenient. But known to him, he doesn't know this yet, he picks it up. He fed um, Bobby Aspirus. Asparagus, yeah. Yeah, which makes you pee the dark and smelly. I did look at this up, dogs can eat that. He's, <laughs> he's actually pissed on that. So he's unaware of this. So he, he goes in the shower, getting his priorities right. He washes, put it on, and he realises his top's a bit wet and pants. Doesn't take a bath because he hasn't dried himself properly. So he goes off, <clears throat> strands away. He's getting an awful mighty stink of piss. He just thinks it's the acid. Only thing. So he pulls up at your workplace, and you and Pete get a whiff of it. Poor Pete had to smell own armpits to make sure it's not him this time. <laughs> so that's my thing. If you mocking me in the early podcasts, you little shit. <laughs> So yeah, just let, just let that hit a minute. <laughs> there you go, go, go. So yeah, a couple of hours go in, you're getting complaints off customers, and you Pete just can't stand it now. So you send them home, say, get the fuck home, you stink of fucking piss. I'm not paying for the rest of the day, so that's piss Craig off. He's not getting his money, he's angry. And we all know Craig loves money. Yeah, yeah. he does. And then basically gets in his car, he speeds off, and he gets stopped by the busies. <laughs> Three points on his license. <laughs> then he's more pissed off again. He speeds past the camera. Sees a flash. Six points. He's lost his mum's car. Gutted. So he pulls up. And his house is all boarded up. <laughs> How long has he been at work? He's been working for four, five, four hours, roughly. But poor Danny and Pete just can't take his smell anymore. <clears throat> so he's pulled up. His house is all boarded up. Squatters have gone in there. <laughs> I expected. So, <laughs> oh, hold on. Where's Frank? 
I'm getting to that. You shut up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So basically, he rings for backup. He rings you first, and you, in aggressively manner, goes fuck off. No, you stink a fucking kiss. I'm not helping you. <laughs> He brings, it does sound like me. <laughs> he rings Dodgy up and goes, nah, too busy playing games, sorry. And then he rings me and goes, now, nah, rings me. Now, now, 10 minutes, I've got a Pornhub session and an afternoon nap. No can do. So basically... Brownie's best, eh? Shut up. So basically, he's got no one. So please come in, discuss us, move out. <laughs> that easy? <laughs> yeah, that easy. The squatters shit themselves into the easy comes to move out. But in that meantime, they've wrecked his house. They've replaced Liverpool... <clears throat> stuff with Man United stuff <laughs> and he's gutted and he walks into the living room and there's a note off Frank basically saying I have left you for an Afghanistan migrant and <laughs> taking coffee with you bye do not dare to chase me and my parents don't know where I am so basically Craig's like oh, fair enough Frank <laughs> that's how we'd actually yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes upstairs this is when he really loses it all his consoles have been nicked the little scumbags have stolen it this sounds quick in a fucking irated mood, a murdering mood. So he walks out, gets in his car, goes to Birkenhead, and he's beating every single homeless person you can see. He's beaten? Yeah, he's like, fucking... <laughs> like, up or off? Smacking them, killing them, unless you're punching them. So and then he finds them with his PlayStation 5. <laughs> he just finds a homeless man hugging a PS5. Yeah, he does. So he goes over and starts beating them up. <laughs> So he's beating them up, and the busies come. The busies arrest him. Are these the same busies that have done everything else this day? Nah. Like, are they just following him round? No, he's got reporters. A madman. So he gets locked up in the cell. Lucky for Craig, right? He's got a cell buddy. His cell buddy is. What? David? No. I was thinking about that. Who would? Paper Aki. He'd be fine, Purple Aki's whole thing's muscles, Craig ain't got I just wrecked me, I think it did. So basically, Purple Aki turns around. He goes, sees Craig goes, Ooh, you've got nice muscles and you've got nice tits. <laughs> and then, I'm just going to cut it there and let your imaginations run. But, I would say, Craig is never the same person after that night. <laughs> that was fast. That. So was Bear Black. <laughs> so that's uh, my worst day for Craig. What happened to Toby? Don't know. He's run off. He's <laughs> run off with Frank with uh, Afghanistan. I, 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 I thought he just left Toby. I think that'd be bet. That'd be worst day for Craig. Cause if he also ran off and left Toby with Craig. Nah, I could, you couldn't leave Toby with fucking squatters, could you? <laughs> The worst thing is these squatters came in like with all their Man United fucking <laughs> memorabilia just stuck it all up on his walls. It's my story so they like what's even an Afghan? Who boarded it up? They do. Would the squatters not want daylight? No, have you seen the squatter? Yeah, they tend to go into properties that are like already boarded up. They don't board them up themselves. Well, I don't know. But... Shut up, this is my fucking story. I know, you were just... I'm going to get a glass of water. But that's go, my worst day for him. In, in that cupboard there. That wasn't that short. I'm pointing the wrong one. That one, left. Yep. Yeah, no, left. I'm going to smash one of these just for payback. That wasn't that short. Why are you worrying about the length of time, Proud? 
It's about what you gave us in that time. Yeah, it was, that was it was, it was great. Um, to the point where I'm pretty sure mine's going to be the weakest of the three. I know, fuck, mine's not me, innit? Yours not me. <clears throat> nah. Well, here's exactly the same mine at the very beginning. I don't know. We're alright. Besides, exactly the same. You, when I thought I was doing you. No, but mine's different. I didn't say that in the car. <coughs> yeah, but I didn't hear yours. Yeah, you just probably gave him a brief overview. You just said there's poo. I don't think Dan's got, like, squatters moving into me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just get rid of me um, purple lucky joke. Go on. You ready? No. Not even remotely, but... <coughs> See, I've, I've written mine down again because... Yeah, that's how I... I've, I mean, after a certain point, you'll know when I've ran out of material. So I'll probably just kill you off. Okay. Cool. So who you doing in? Yeah, he's doing Danny. It's been a fantasy for so long now, it's a reality. <laughs> um, I was going to do Pradi, but his life's already terrible, so it kind of... He did text me that. He refused to do you, he just said... If you remember, you said... Uh... Hey, my life, hey, he's been a good tune. <laughs> good tune. Apart from that. That was all life, he's had a good tune. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said he'd, if it was doing you, he'd just write, uh, Pradi wakes up. And it's already the worst day ever. Do you know that? Look at that. No, I at least get rid of your game collection. <laughs> like, oh, fuck oh, hell. Oh, 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 you just give Craig some ideas when he does your one. I think when Craig does his, because he's obviously probably will have heard what you said about him by this point, I feel like Craig's just going to go... All out. Yeah. Like, he'll probably have you in jail for fucking calling a nine-year-old a rat or something. <laughs> <laughs> it nearly happened. Nearly happened. Oh, the jail oh, cat. Because <laughs> it does look like a cat, doesn't it? Down the curtain. Where am I looking? Down the curtain. No, it's a window, mate. No, that you can see. Yeah, it looks like a little tiny square. No. Anyway, uh, right. Danny White, a man of many talents and true utter hairlessness. <laughs> <laughs> a man that if he threw on a wig, he would look female. Except today. Today he wakes up with a full body of hair. It's the hottest day of the year and suddenly he's cursed with the body of Luke Proudfoot whose shoulders alone are hairier than any caveman that has come before. Dan doesn't like this so he rushes to the bathroom to bathe himself in Veet. Only there's no none there. He used it all last week when after finding one single chest hair. <laughs> he accepts his fate. He'll just, have to go, he'll just have to stop by the Asda on the way to work and grab something to get rid of his new ail, this new ailment of his. Not having had any substantial beard before, he finds it itchier than he ever would have expected. Beard dandruff cakes his shirt. <laughs> He goes downstairs to get ready and sees Craig sat on his couch wanking off his dog. <laughs> Wait, who's dog? Your dog. I forgot the name. Um, what the fuck are you name. doing here, he asks. Hugo. What? I was Hugo. Was female. Anyway, well, you know, females matter, please. What the fuck are you doing where am I? What the fuck are you doing here, he asks. Well, Bobby finished already, so I thought Dan's not going to do it, so where I am. <laughs> Dan can't believe this is happening, but he accepts it and leaves. He can't believe this is happening again. He gets to the Aston and thinks to himself that, that maybe it's a little too quiet. He thinks nothing of it and heads in. He gets to the health and beauty section and can't find the beat he so desperately needs. Once more, he's jealous of Proudy. Because not only is that boy covered in hair, he's also losing at an unprecedented rate. <laughs> a true mystery of humanity. What are you going to do, man? <laughs> He heads to the biscuit aisle. If he was going to be hairy, he was going to be hairy and have some fucking choppy digestives, he thought. 
However, on arrival to the aisle, he sees a fight breaking out. The last packet lays on the shelf, but he can't reach it over the two figures fighting in front of it. Mike stops and screams, Get the fuck off me, Obnobs! <laughs> he yells before Spartan kicking a granny across the aisle and into the next. Dan approaches, and I, Mikey, he says, but Mike has seen red. He grabs the digesters and slams them into the ground, turning them into chocolate-flavoured dust. Dan, who now looks like Alan from the original Jumanji, lets out a single tear. He can't believe this has happened. He slinks away and heads to work. No chocky digesting for Danny this morning. <laughs> He gets to work and sits down at his computer, peters off in the distance, injecting Coca-Cola straight into his veins while Craig rubs his face with suspiciously coloured moisturiser. <laughs> he comes barging into the office and asks what today's tier list is going to be. <laughs> Dan grunts as he grabs his scissors and gradually cuts away at chunks of hair that have covered his face. Why is no one asking me what's happened to my face? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't think about it. <laughs> Pete hands Dan a pack of digestives. He was saving them for a rainy day, but before Dan can even think about think, before Dan can even thank him, Craig runs in and autistically eats them into the air before <laughs> yelling, at them, yelling at them about the risks of coronavirus. After his rant, he fucks off to Anfield to celebrate Liverpool winning the league with thousands of other people because viruses don't spread if it's during times of celebration. <laughs> Everton, also at the time, are relegated, and it's no surprise to anyone. <laughs> anyway, you'll never fucking guess what happened next. No. Only the bloody apocalypse. Oh. Fucking meteor smashes into the earth and obliterates all life on earth, but coincidentally a few people survive. And what do you know? They're all people that Dan knows, because otherwise this wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> anyway, Dan heads outside. He lifts the rubble off of a body he sees nearby. Unfortunately, it's Craig. <laughs> Unfortunately, again, he survived. <laughs> Craig is like a cockroach. He can survive shit that most people wouldn't and is luckier than your average person. It annoys everybody that he knows. Anyway, fun fact, Dan Craig's friendship has now been going on for 18 years, so if their friendship was a human, it'd be too old for Danny's ex. <laughs> <laughs> if 2 plus 2 was 4, then 4 plus 4 equals old enough for her. <laughs> Dan sits down for a minute while he figures out his next move. He wants a digestive. He wants Craig to stop wanking off his dog. He wants to go see his wife-to-be and his kids. So Bobby's still alive? No, Hugo. My oh. dog! I told you, it's a coincidence, everyone Danny knows is alive. Let's get you a Mackie's then, none of that green healthy stuff he has. He knew exactly what was about to happen. His ex circles the corner with his daughter and so <laughs> He's overjoyed to see his daughter, but not so much the other option. He sits nearby and goes on and on and on and on, <laughs> while Craig d- does down the other ear. Dan stands and grabs his daughter's hand, he jumps in the car, the two of them speed away, leaving Craig with his ex. He hears Craig muttering something about finger and bum holes. <laughs> Turns out the apocalypse didn't really happen. Dan had just taken one too many pills after hearing the, the news that rapper's appointments as Everton manager. <laughs> he wakes up to see Craig doing absolutely nothing in work, but is told that he'd already sexually harassed about four customers while Dan was out for the count. He checks his Facebook and sees that his dad, who was one of his best mates, has unfriended him after leaving a comment on his profile calling him a nonce. <laughs> and that's all I wrote. So then, uh, you die. Everyone you know and love dies. Oh, I had too many pills. Yeah, you just kept popping sleeping pills. You're just like fucking beneath us. Just the way you want to go through there. <laughs> I was worried when you said about the dad joke the other week to me. That was just one of the lighter things, of course. Yeah, I thought it was going to be something dark. Like, you said something like, uh, Dan's dad's one of his, easily one of his best mates. It's because no one else likes him or something like that. <laughs> I didn't want to actually kill anyone off because it seemed too easy. So I'd save that for the end when I actually didn't write anything. <laughs> you ready? For mine, 
to you, my good friend Michael's oh, daughter. I love fucking with all my heart. How many? What, I don't know. Twelve. Four. Four. That's a multiple that your ex <clears> likes. <throat> <laughs> there was a a joke in there about Panna Lennon. Yeah. <laughs> but um, nah, go on. the document didn't save. Oh. So I lost it and I forgot what it was. <laughs> Something to do with salt. Still remember it. Walking all over you and Craig's back garden, wasn't it? Which? That back garden part we had years ago and she came. She was like all over you and all that crap. Yeah? Yeah. And you like disgusted with it. <laughs> I do remember that. She was like anytime anyone showed you a fashion, you were just like, ugh. Get off me. <laughs> I knew fucking Birkin Emma. We used to go Birkin Emma a few times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have blank filled this Birk, out my memory. Birk, 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 that way. <laughs> Love Birkin Emma. You do, because you fucking strip a pose all the time. All the time. I mean, it was one time. <laughs> and you once. kissed Abby Robinson. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't. Yes, No, I did. didn't. Anyway, you start your fucking yes, story. you fucking did. You mentioned it here, so you missed fucking... <laughs> it's 11pm on a Wednesday. Night, obviously. That's a short day. Well, Mikey's had a lovely day off work. You won a PS5 and a raffle that day as well. And you collected it at Craig's. I added that bit in just now. He's finished it off with a Domino's and a side of wings whilst watching Bo Burnham inside on Netflix. He climbs into bed next to his lovely fiance Becky. He leans over and kisses on the forehead. And he says, Good night, my little sweet corn. <laughs> She's barely awake. She half smiles at Mikey and turns over. He spoons into her and she and she pushes her bum back. A surge of blood cells rushes to Mikey's organs. She does it again. You don't want to awaken the dragon, do you? Mikey whispers. This is a poem, is it? Becky stops and thinks to herself, I best not. I'm too sleepy. Maybe if you want to wake up early. Mikey is happy with this arrangement. He loves nothing more than watching unhappy couples argue in Asda whilst he arranges the shelves. And he has a sticky penis. No, when he's got laid. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey turns over content with a belly full of wings and pizza, smiling to himself. Life is good. He sees his cat Izzy curled up on the bedroom floor. He taps the bed and Izzy jumps up and nestles into Mikey's chest. It's raining lightly and the sound of rain hitting the window and the sound of Izzy and Becky breathing send him into a deep sleep. I'm just waiting for shit to go down. 6.22am I'm not sure what time you normally wake up for work about then is it Mikey slowly blinks trying to get his bearings his eyelids are heavy and not just a few years of bad dieting (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) but because he's so tired as he rolls over he feels his dick is rock hard morning glory happens to us all doesn't it proud he then notices something feels good. Very fucking good. He remembers what Becky said to him last night. He's woken up to a blowjob. Mikey's heart racing. Mmm. You wanted to see the one-eyed dragon up close. <laughs> Mikey's nipples are erect. He gives one a little squeeze and he can feel himself getting closer. He reaches down and grabs Becky by the head to pull her closer. Just as Mikey reaches the point of no return, he thinks to himself, Why is Becky's hair so short? He looks down <laughs> and sees it's Izzy the cat. <laughs> At some point in the morning, oh. he has grown inside his cat. 
He lets out a primeval roar as he pumps his cat with semen. It spews out like molten lava. The cat quickly jumps up and runs out the room into the living room. Mikey looks down at his one-eyed dragon and it's covered in semen and cat poo. He turns quickly to Becky, but luckily she isn't in bed. He is relieved. As he looked, he noticed the clock on the bedside table read 6.27am. He jumps up. He has three minutes to get to work. He is livid. He throws his boxies on that were on the side ready alongside his uniform. He doesn't even have time to brush his teeth. I'm glad Becky went in the room when I said this, by the way. <laughs> <coughs> he runs into the living room and he sees Becky on the couch with a face of thunder. Mikey shouts, Why didn't you wake me? Is that close? No. Yeah, why not? Becky shouts back, Why is this place a tip? There's pizza boxes everywhere. Dip all over the couch. Chicken bones all over the place. Can't you tidy up? Mikey doesn't have time for this. He storms out and says he'll sort of later. He leaves his flat and turns left. He's walking faster than normal as he approaches the corner of the street. He loses his footing on something and he goes flying. Ending up doing a split before eventually falling back. As he gets up and looks down, he sees the sloppiest poo he's ever saw. It's all up the inside of his shoe. He checks his pants but it looks like he's safe apart from the huge hole that appeared on the trousers on the bum. And he has somehow managed to lose the front button. As he thinks about turning back and getting redressed or just feeling in sick, <clears throat> he doesn't want to face Becky right now and that fucking cat. So he goes to work. He thinks to himself how he can easily just clean the poo off on the curb and buy a new pair of trousers once at work. Is that what you'd do? Yeah. I have fun. <laughs> <laughs> it happens, this work and work and then... He walks a bit further down the road when he passes a bus stop with school children standing in. Mikey can't believe his luck. It's not even 7am, yet teenagers are making their way to school. He walks past holding his pants up at the front so they don't fall down. Bob's very self-conscious about the hole and the poo on his shoe. Ugh! He hears one of the lads shout to his mate. Look at that! Mikey takes a deep breath and places his earphones in. Welcome he goes to his favourite podcast in all the land. To the Waffleers. What anyway? Well, listen. He knows these lads will cheer him up. After a few seconds, he realises that the only one of his earphones are working. The left one doesn't seem to want to turn on or connect. He hopes he hasn't broke it during the fall. He makes do with just the one earphone. Unfortunately, this podcast is a very Craig-heavy episode. This makes Mikey a little sad. As he's thinking about skipping it, just as this happens, a fancy car pulls up alongside him. A Mercedes. The window comes down. Hi, hop in. It's his supervisor. I remember you saying you got a lift one train from work. I don't remember what the car was. Mikey doesn't want to, as it'll be super awkward. But she hasn't seemed to notice that he's late yet. So he hops in and makes an awkward small talk. Thank you for the lift, Mikey says. Ah, it's okay. I couldn't leave you to walk to work in the rain. I'm running late myself. The traffic was heavier than expected. Yes, I completely lost track of time this morning, Mikey replies. And a fellow even ripped me pants rushing here. He says just trying to break the ice with humorous anecdote. But as the words leave his mouth, Vietnam flashbacks start playing in his head of the poo all over his shoe. She has seemed to not notice the smell yet, but he's not sure if she would even say something if she did. Mikey can feel himself getting redder. They arrive at work, and as Mikey leaves the car, his female supervisor goes, Oh no, what's that? Mikey looks at the footwell of the car where he was sitting and sees the shit. Oh my god, I'm so sorry, I must have stood in poo when I fell. As he apologises, he looks at the supervisor and notices she's looking at the back of the chair he was sitting on. There on the seat was poo, all up the back of the chair. <laughs> Mikey's fell backwards after he did the split and must have rolled in the poo. He didn't think about checking his back. Oh my god, I'm so sorry, I'll clean it right away. The supervisor starts balking, waving Mikey away. 
Mikey doesn't know what to do, so he heads into work scraping his shoe in every curve he comes across. <laughs> he heads straight into the George section and picks up a nasty pair of shoes. And he looks for some trousers, but they're only shorts. <laughs> PE shorts and a shirt. He goes to the self-checkout and comes to the realisation that he's left his wallet at home. Just as he thinks about heading home and forgetting the whole thing and starting a new life in Rock Ferry, he hears a familiar voice. Hi, Mike. He turns around not knowing who he'll face. To his shock, it's... Chelsea Wright. You fucking cunt. Chelsea Wright. <laughs> you read that? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Long time friend and friend of the podcast. Um, hi, what are you doing here? Chelsea replies with just getting some bits for work. What's happened to you? Mikey tells her all about what a bad day he's having minus the cat. And now he's forgot his wallet. Chelsea said it's okay, I'll pay for it. And you can send me the money if you want. What a lifesaver, Mikey thinks. He can't thank her enough. He rushes off to the toilet and gets redressed. He comes out and Chelsea wolf whistles sarcastically. I hope I don't smell still. Chelsea gives him a quick whiff, but Mikey can tell something isn't right by Chelsea's face. They say their goodbyes and Mikey can't thank her enough. What a girl. He goes to his department as if nothing's happened and works away. He can't believe the morning he's had, but here he is, stacking shells, watching unhappy couples argue whilst he has a sticky dick. A sticky dick! That was the smell. <laughs> he completely forgot that his penis was covered in cat poo. He makes his way to the toilet again to wash his penis, but is collared by his supervisor and manager. His supervisor looks pale, as if she's been vomiting and crying. Mikey, what's going on? This isn't like you at all. Mikey's trying to apologise, but the manager cuts him off. Off. <laughs> Look, you're having a bad day, I get that. But we're going to send you home. I can't tell if you're hungover or not, but your hygiene's questionable today, and you were very late. Look, no hard feelings, but go home, sort yourself out, and come back tomorrow, and we'll forget about the whole episode. Mikey feels his lip wobbling. He feels embarrassed. He thanks the manager and again apologises to the supervisor. As he leaves the store, he sees his friend Dan, a 17-year-old. Dan asks him if it's true. Has he been sent home for pooing himself? <laughs> Mikey goes, what? No. Dan questions, why is he wearing new shorts with the label still on? And apparently words got round that he pooed all over the supervisor's car. And it was up your back. Mikey denies his allegations, but Dan just laughs. This annoys Mikey. So immature for a 17-year-old. Why doesn't his friend just believe him? Mikey says whatever and leaves to walk home and face Becky. It's only 11am at this point. <laughs> he arrives home and Becky's face of thunder is now surprise and sadness. She asks what are you doing back and he explains what happened. He expects her to laugh, but she doesn't. She then tells him that she thinks Izzy is seriously poorly. White gunky leaking out of her bum hole. You have to look at me so seriously. <laughs> She's booked an appointment at Animal Trust around the corner at 11.30. Okay, point. <laughs> Mikey doesn't know what to say, but he agrees to go. They drive around to Animal Trust, but Mikey waits in the car. Mikey comes back out. Sorry, Becky comes back out and said that they want to keep an eye on Izzy for the next few hours. <clears throat> Becky asks Mikey, what does he want to do with the rest of his day? Mikey just wants to go home and forget about the whole day. But then Becky suggests Costco. This piques Mikey's interest, and Mikey can feel a surge of blood rushing to his organs again. So off they go to Costco. Upon arrive, upon approaching Costco, the queue is right down, right past Booker's. What the fuck's going on? At the 40 minute wait, they finally park off and made their way in. There was a 50% off deal on certain items. 
At first, Mikey was over in the moon, but quickly realised there was nothing to be picked from. He sold one last box of shortbread and grabbed them, but apart from that, he spent the best part of an hour for shortbread. They go for a drive to Eastern Waterfront, better known for the dogging site, aren't they proud? Are they? He said, play dog. Fuck off! No, 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 fuck off! Thank you and Craig, we went there once and we were here. Oh, what? No. You and Craig went dog! No. We, no, us three were like in the car and we decided to get out and scare people. And we did. And we nearly got run over from them rightly. Fucking cheeky shit. Do you sit there yeah. for a little bit? That was a poor time to eat a sour sweet. <laughs> poor diet. <laughs> You sit there for a little bit and watch the ship sails on by. Sails. Ships sail on by. Mikey looks deep into Mikey's brownie, greeny, bluey eyes. I look deep into my own eyes. <laughs> Sorry, Becky looks deep into Mikey's brownie, greeny, bluey eyes. Grey. Grey. Then he colours and say. She feels sorry for the day he's had and wants to cheer him up, so she kisses him on the cheek and rests her head on his shoulder. She starts circling his, ni- his nipple with his... with her pointy finger... <laughs> She knows he loves his nipples getting played with. She lowers her head towards his stomach and with the other hand unzips his pants. It's not a fucking porn on this in the bad day. Love it. Mikey stops her abruptly. What's up? I want to see the one-eyed dragon. Mikey remembers he still hasn't washed his penis and it's covered in cat poo. Mikey makes up an excuse about how he doesn't feel up for it and he just wants to go home. They go home. Mikey washes his penis in the sink, but no amount of soap will wash the shame off. He fires up his PS5 to find out there's several updates to be had and this could take a few hours. He opens his shortbread and takes a bite. It's rock hard. Shooting pain flies up his face and it feels like it almost broke the tooth. He then gets a text off Danny. You. Me. I'm adding this bit in right now. Saying, I can't believe he went to Craig's to pick that PS5 up while he's isolating. Mikey's shocked. He weren't aware that Craig was isolating and is confused why Craig would let him in. Movie supplies, really. I, I didn't actually go in, I went into the porch. Yeah. But, yeah, I fucking. <laughs> <laughs> he grabs another shortbread. And this one is also. I brought the shortbreads with me to No, 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 no. This is just after I text you. He grabs a few and they're all like Proudy's pillow. Rock hard. <clears throat> Becky sees how upset he is and he's having a tough time. She makes some arrangements. It's 4pm now and she approaches Mikey and says she's made some plans to cheer him up. They go for a drive and they turn up at the Oval Swimming Centre. A big smile appears on Mikey's face. Becky turns to him and says I know you love nothing more than coming here on your day off and watching the children swim. Is this just because I wouldn't start the zombie apocalypse there? You needed to add it in somewhere. But today, you can join them. Mikey's so happy. Cars pull up either side of Becky's car. It's Proudy, Danny and Craig. Mikey's best friends in the entire world apart from Josh. Mikey says, how how do you know? Becky says, I invited them. Wow, you're the best, Mikey says. Mikey goes swimming with his three best friends and Becky. He's never seen Proudy in nothing but swim shorts for a good few years, but he's never noticed until now how well hung he is. This makes him uncomfortable as he notices Becky and Craig both staring and one of them licking their lips. Not Becky. <laughs> While swimming, 
Something white, the size of a two-pound coin, is coming towards Mikey in the water. Mikey clocks this and tries to blow it away. Like that. <laughs> he exhales. A nearby kid splashes the water and it flies into Mikey's mouth. It tastes minty. As he spits it out, yet he can't seem to find whatever it was. He feels violated. Mikey's decided enough is enough and he gets out. They all do. They go into the changing room to get changed. Whilst getting dry, Mikey, Becky asks Mikey, what does he have tangled in his beard? Ugh, it's someone's chewy. Mikey tries getting it out, but it's proper stuff in there. Mikey's the last to get changed. He's wearing nothing but a towel as he puts on his final sock. He's bent over. Next minute, an eight-year-old boy walks up to Mikey, who's bent over and goes, Wow, what's that? Bam! Bam! <laughs> I'm fingers Mikey twice in quick succession. <laughs> On the second entrance of Mikey's Dragon's Cave, Mikey is tensed up. The little boy's finger becomes stuck. The boy screams, Ow! Dad! Dad! Help! This draws everyone's attention to Mikey, who's frozen in shock. Danny and Becky try pulling the kid's arm out while proudly spits on the kid's finger, and a member of the staff is trying to calm Mikey down so he'll unclench his arsehole. Craig is recording the whole thing on Snapchat. After enough spit from Proudy's mouth leaving up Mikey's asshole, the finger is finally released from the brown star. The child's finger is on, is blue and he's a not a shell shock. Mikey can't stand up straight. He needs to be dressed by his friends. We all part our own way and Mikey and Becky go home. Becky asks Mikey if he wants to talk about it. He does not. After an awkward drive, they go to Animal's Trust to, to pick the cattle. Upon arrival, they're the only customers in the building and they tell him that Izzy's been sexually assaulted by a big animal. More than likely a dog. Becky doesn't understand as he didn't own a dog and Izzy's a house cat that never leaves the house. He said that they've tested Izzy for internal bleeding but everything seems okay, just a few tears and a popped anal gland. They know cats have anal glands, you need them. Mikey feels awful. He can't believe he shacked the cat up the arse. The woman asks Mikey if he's aware he has chewing gum in his beard. I forgot about that. Mikey says he is. They drive home with Izzy and they take her... <laughs> Izzy's just walked in. They drive home with Izzy and take her back to their house. Becky asks what Mikey... What does she think attacked Izzy? Mikey says he has no idea. Mikey goes to the bathroom to try and save his beard. After 20 minutes of soaking it and trimming it around, he decides there's nothing left he can do but shave his beard. He enters his living room and Becky's face drops. She's raging. Mikey can't be after all. He says whatever and goes to bed. He lies on the bed trying to sleep. He has a knot in his stomach knowing that he hasn't felt since school. And he, he can't face work tomorrow. His bum all sore. But he can't even feel sorry for that. After t- how sore is his bum all must be. Even if no one will laugh at his beardless face, everyone thinks he's shit himself. And if not, people have probably seen him get fingered by a child, thanks to Craig. But Mikey knows, as a great filmmaker that he is, the show must go on. He closes his eyes and falls asleep eventually. The end. <coughs> yeah, you are quite a fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure you said something the other the other day to me when I when we were speaking about this. You said, well, you said well I, when I read my art to Carmen and she she hardly smirked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Is it out to Pete and he already smirked as well? Yeah, 
Wait, wait, man's super realistic. <laughs> yeah. You gave me an apocalypse. Fuck off. <laughs> what part of that wouldn't be believable? One, I fucking hate children. <laughs> you do now. <laughs> I fucking do anyway. <laughs> you could easily. A plus. Have you seen that cat hoop? <laughs> Why would Look at this. Look at this. Together. We're trying to cheer Mikey up. I took a picture because your cat was here with his bum all around my face and I couldn't stop laughing. Wait, so you took oh, a so, picture of the cat's arse? Oh, so I took this <laughs> you and the cat before. But Karma said, hoop on that thing. No wonder Mikey shagged it thinking it was a blowjob. <laughs> it's basically like, it, it happened now at this point. <sighs> if it makes you feel any better, everyone at football thinks Craig got fingered by a kid that's swimming and that's why he hasn't been going football. <laughs> like everyone thinks that. Could you? Yeah. The, what? And Pete simultaneously backed it up when I'm not in there. I mean, that sounds like something Pete would do. What kind of shit have you been saying about me? Nothing. Yeah. I haven't. I do like that in every single one of ours. Mine is yours. We still took the piss out of Proudy. Yeah. And I think Craig, Consider the three of these are about each of our worst days, I think Craig came off the worst. Why? Because he had shit in mine. Yeah. He had shit in yours. <laughs> and then he had all the proudies. Yeah. So, Craig? Did you know it was Willie, the one eyed dragon? No, I didn't. Yeah, he told me when we were out last week. Yeah, whenever. A couple of weeks ago. I am 90% sure that did not happen. Still a 10%, though. <laughs> yeah, no, I... I eat wings once, by the way. <laughs> And it becomes a fucking recurring theme. <laughs> you had the same amount. I know, but no one seems to be picking up on it. I've had some chicken wings right now. I did. Let's go to... Crafty Chandler? Yeah. Crafty Chandler? Crafty yeah, Chandler? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. But let's order the bigger bowl. Those were two bowls, weren't it? Small it was three. Let's order there was the one, biggest. two and four. I thought it was one, four and ten. It was one, four and ten. Was it one, four and ten? I'm going to get the menu. Ten kilo. Chicken wings. Struggled with one. Yeah, it can't be 10 kilo chicken wings. See who, who eats them last. Last one. Got a, I'm quite fast eating me. And I've got a big belly now, so I don't know what I mean. <laughs> Maybe in no. three years ago. What? What? How's this game? Real shit. Notice how what you just said was past tense. Welcome <laughs> to the Wafflers. But any waiting. <laughs> Pigeon fucker from Birdman. <laughs> but you've actually shagged the dog. Yeah, but no one knows. My mum is so apologetic. I, I, I let to it you. out. But what? Just put on it up shagging me. lads, let's be honest. Now then, Craig, you little nonce. I went over the one in the park, then she turned around and it was me man.